Happy Monday and welcome back to another episode of Diary of a Healed Black Woman podcast. I'm so excited because today we are on episode six. Yes, episode six. We are moving along with these episodes, people. I'm so excited that I was able to really move with the Spirit of God telling me to do this. I have been receiving tons and tons of testimonies, tons and tons of people who have been blessed and just really um, been receiving the word that God has been sharing over these past six broadcasts. Well, five, this will be number six. So you all know that I absolutely love Mondays because Monday is a day that we can reset, restart. We can push the replay button and absolutely start a whole entire new week to be able to start a new goal, new journey, new vision, new ideas. You know, I'm excited about Mondays because I get to wake up and be renewed, refreshed, and rejoice in that day. So today I have an awesome and amazing topic that I would love to talk about today. Um, It's going to really, really bless you. Listen, you do not want to miss this. I know you may be on your way to work. You may be dropping the kiddos off or you may just be going to the gym. Listen, turn up that left speaker, the one that you can hear in really, really well. You know that that's the one. (laughs) Turn that one up so you can get a closer listen to what I'm going to share on today. Now, as you know, this is a healed black woman podcast. So we are going to be sharing information about dating, love, relationship, and things of that nature. So this particular week, we're going to be talking about a man who finds a wife. Last week, we did some affirmations, and I hope and pray that you you all tuned in to really listen to that podcast, because I'm telling you, I listened to that podcast on the way to work and I was absolutely, truly blessed by those affirmations and I was just receiving it. I was repeating them, reciting them as I was saying it. I was re-saying it behind myself just to get get it in my spirit and have it and say it out loud and it just blessed me 100%. So as you all may know or as you all may not know, I am single. Well, I am single at this time. So, um, however, you know, God is doing some great things and, and, and I'm excited about what he's doing. I um, put a post on Facebook earlier and the post actually said, when God sends you exactly what you've been praying for, just say thank you. And I wrote that today out of what he's doing in my life, actually, because when you pray, about certain things, um, you have to allow God to do what he said he's going to do. He said that he will give you your heart's desire. He said, you know, all you got to do is ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and every door shall be opened. So when you really pray to God and you um, really, really petition God in reference to certain things that you want and desire in life, you have to tell God thank you after he's given it to you. That's why last week I had I um we had the affirmations podcast because it is important it is imperative that you speak those things that are not as though they are because 
while you're speaking those things, you are the first person who hear what comes out of your mouth. Yes, I'm speaking to you all through this microphone. However, everything that I'm saying, I hear it first. So therefore, what I speak, you got to see it before you see it. You got to hear it before you hear it. And as you continue to speak those things that are not as though they are, it will become a reality. You have to continue to speak positive things in your life each and every day. I don't care what you may be going through, what your circumstances are. You have to continue to speak positive things in your life on a daily basis, every minute, every second, every hour of the day. Because if you don't speak those positive things, then guess what? It's not going to happen. You're not going to be able to receive anything because you're not speaking it. Whatever you speak out of your mouth, that is what is going to become your reality, you know? So let's be mindful as to what we're speaking um, on a daily basis and make sure that we're speaking, you know, positive things into our lives, into our children's lives, into our, you know, um, daily work schedule or whatever the case may be. We got to continue to speak. Speak, 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 speak those things. So when God sends you exactly what you've been praying for, just say thank you. So I'm, I've been praying for, you know, companionship for quite some time. I've been single for eight years, and um, it, it has been a great journey, to say the least. It has been a really great journey. Um, a lot of uh, self-reflection moments that I had to have. I, I had to, you know, have self-care. There's so many things that go along in this single journey that a lot of times people take for granted. But <laughs> I truly enjoy my personal time, my peace, my me time, because when you become one with someone else or when you start the dating, um, when you start going on to the dating scene, then now you're going to have to split the time that you had for yourself with someone else. You're going to have to be on the phone talking to that person. You're going to have to get to know this person. You're going to have to, you're going to need to spend time with this person. You're going to need to really, you know, interrupt your single schedule to now become active with someone who may be a potential, you know, person for you in the future and in your life. So today's episode, I'm going to be talking about he that finds a wife because I believe that God is getting ready to send kings with rings. (laughs) I am so serious. I feel that so strongly that God is getting ready to send kings with rings, but you have to prepare yourself. You have to get mentally emotionally, physically, spiritually, you know, stable in your mind, in your body, in your soul. You have to be ready for what you have prayed for, because if you're not ready, you will run the man off. You will run him off with your mouth. You will run him off with what you say, the things you do, how you act or whatever. And you got to be prepared for what you are praying for. A lot of times people don't take that in consideration, but yes, ma'am, you have to, you know, and a lot of times I I tell a lot of my single ladies that in your waiting process, you should be doing some work. And I mean, when I say work, I mean, put in the work to uh, get your credit straight, you know, start, start getting, you know, 
items in your home that you won't have to purchase so much of. I remember a while ago, a preacher was saying how she, God told her to start, you know, getting her stockpile up, like, you know, getting the toilet tissue, the soap and all this, that, and the third, because when you're in a relationship and you want to have these things on, on handy, you know, you don't want to go, you don't want your, your man or your spouse or your significant other to go to the bathroom and there's no toilet tissue. And then he say, you got any toilet tissue? And you're like, Oh, I don't have any. I forgot to get some from the store. These are things that you should already have done. This is what a single woman should be able to do is, you know, keep, you know, those items stocked up in her home so that she would never run out. Because, you know, as a single person, we are supposed to be busy doing, you know, not only kingdom work, but self-work, you know, self-reflection and self-care, all that good stuff. And just preparing ourselves for what we're praying for. And if you're praying for a husband or a soulmate or whatever, you want to be able to prepare yourself for when he comes. So if he was to come today or tomorrow are you ready to walk in love with him? Are you ready to walk the journey with him? That's a question you need to ask yourself. You know, a lot of times people say, oh, I'm too big. I'm too fat. I don't like my hair. I don't like how, you know, my weight or whatever. You got to start preparing yourself. If you want to be this, you know, 180 pound female and right now you're 240 pounds, then guess what? You need to start working on your body image so that you will be ready for that love and that companionship when he come. Don't wait till he come and say, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that or whatever. You got to love you. Love who you are. That's a part of self-image. You got to look yourself in the mirror, look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love me. In spite of how I look, 280, 300 pounds or whatever, I love every inch of me. And guess what? The person who God sends to me, he's going to love every inch as well. We all have flaws. We all have things we don't like about us, our hair, our teeth, you know, um, you know, the weight or whatever the case may be, some scars or whatever. But guess what? You're going to have to love you. And if those things you don't like about yourself, then guess what? You have the opportunity to make those changes. Make those changes now. So anyways, I've done enough rambling. I want to go ahead and just jump right into he that finds a wife. And I like to, you know, really pull scripture out when I'm talking about things like this because it, it relates to uh, what God uh, is ordaining. You know, um, when you... When you put God's word on it, you know, you're really sealing the deal because God's words is a principle behind every principle. There's a promise behind every principle is a promise. So every word of God that we read is a promise behind that. So you can really take that to the bank and believe it, that God is going to do just what he said. So Proverbs 18, 22 says the man who finds a wife finds a good treasure and he receives favor from the Lord. So Proverbs 18:22 is extremely vital to ensure that we lead a life of purpose and peace. I absolutely love how the Bible gives us basic instructions before leaving earth. And all we have to do is follow the principles while we reap the rewards and the promises of God. It really is just that simple. However, society has made this one of the most challenging plights. Genesis, Genesis 2, 18, 24 says, 
Then the Lord God said, it is not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper who is just right for him. So the Lord God formed the ground, all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And the man chose a name for each one. He gave names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky, and all the wild animals. But still, there was no helper just right for him. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. While the man slept, the Lord God took out one of the man's ribs and closed up the opening. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib, and he brought her to the man. At last, the man exclaimed, This one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken from man. This explains why a man leaves his father and his mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are now one. Adam was so content with his singleness that he didn't even realize he needed a companion or purpose mate. We should be content as well. As single people, we should be content in our journey. We should we should just be, you know, doing things that we love doing, that we enjoy doing to continue to keep our our sanity, our peace. Let's be honest with ourselves for a moment. Most of our relationship choices are made while we're led by the flesh and not by the spirit. We're basically making unstable choices from an emotional, physical, sexual, and mental standpoint. This explains why so many people are single and are jumping from relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship, feeling empty, heartbroken, confused, and asking the question, why isn't this love thing working for me? Can we all just admit that we jump into many of our past relationships without really understanding the true meaning and foundation of what the love of what love really is? There's something endearing about a woman who finds her worth in God and who has allowed God to prepare her for the journey ahead. Being a wife requires a woman of character, a woman who walks in favor, a woman who has standards and has dedicated her life to her husband and family, a woman who walks in integrity, a woman who's clothed with loyalty, and a woman who walks in honesty and self-respect. That is key But a lot of times that's not happening now. Society has made it so unnatural that we should walk in self-respect. You have people walking around here half naked. They got all their breasts out. They got their boobs out. I mean, they, they are all uncovered on social media. They don't leave any type of imagination for their man, for their husband, for their future mate, or anything of that nature because everything is being exposed. But it's all about self-respect. When you respect yourself, then guess what? Somebody, the, the man will respect you. Other people will respect you. But if you do not respect yourself, don't expect someone else to respect you if you do not respect yourself. And I like to tell a lot of people, and I, you may have heard this in another episode, but I tell a lot of people, 
You teach people how to treat you. How? Because what you are allowing them to do in your life, what you allow them to say, what you allow them to do, how you allow them to speak to you. So you have control of how others treat you, but it all starts with self-respect. When you know your worth and you walk in in integrity, then you will know that, listen, I'm not going to take what you what you're saying right now because I have self-respect and I have integrity and I'm going to walk upright in it. So how do you reach these levels? You achieve them through God and in God. We must first trust Proverbs 3 and 5 where it says um trust in the Lord with all your heart and basically lean not to your own understanding, but what is trust? It is confidence placed in a person by making that person the owner of property. It's the state of being responsible for someone or something. I will keep saying it until I am blue in the face. Your first assignment will always and forever be to trust God. Because when you put your trust in man, you will be falling along the wayside Every single time the Bible says, trust no man. And I know you, you've heard it over and over and over again. The pastor has said it, the preacher has said it and things of that nature. But guess what? You cannot put your trust in one single human being because guess what? People will fail you. You know, your children will fail you. Your, your parents may fail you. Your teacher may fail you. The pastor may fail you. That's why you should always put your trust in God. So whatever you're praying for, whatever you're asking God for, trust God to know that he's going to give you just what you ask for. And then once he give it to you, just tell God, thank you. Because prayer changes things. One prayer can change the course of your life. You need a prayer life in order to seek God's best for you and your family. Everything you need is resting upon the prayers you pray. Finding your place and purpose depends on seeking God for direction. In the beginning was the word and the word was God. He made everything manifest by his words, the words that he spoke out of his mouth. Nothing can be done without you speaking it. That's Hebrews 11 and 3, because in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. So therefore, when he spoke this universe into existence, he said, let there be. And there was, you know, so that is powerful right there. How powerful your words are. You know, that's why I like to tell people speak positive affirmations over your life because the words that comes out of our mouth is, is, is going to determine the direction that our life go in. So God gave man dominion over the entire earth. So it's your right to call those things that are not in alignment and into Assign to the assignment and the glory of God, because we have the power and the authority to speak those things that are not as though they are. We can decree and declare that the word of God um, says that whatever we say, that's what it's going to be. We need clear direction on what we were called to do. And we're going to run around in circles or remain in that same spot if we don't do this. Okay. So this is why prayer is so important. We must seek God first for answers and directions for our life. We have everything we need to fulfill our purpose and assignment. All God is asking us to do is to follow the blueprint, which is the word of God and to follow his voice. You know, 
He said, my sheep listens to my voice. I know them and they follow me. We were created to be fruitful. This is the will of God for our lives. Jesus is the vine and we are the branches. And everything that is connected to him will bring forth much fruit. We have not fully stepped into our wealthy place in Christ because we must let go of the things that are holding us back and not serving us in this present moment. There are so many things that God wants to purge out of us. These are the things that take us away from the presence of God. Have you gotten too busy and forgotten about the hurt and the pain, the things that are preventing you from being fruitful? The Bible says, wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. Time to wake up and recognize where we have fallen short and allow God to restore, heal, set free and deliver us from past hurts. We must walk into our greatness as we identify it daily. When you're walking in greatness, you can thrive and not just survive. You will be able to help others once you have identified your greatness. Because there are so many people waiting for you to step into the woman or man that God has called you to be. You have so much purpose and greatness on the inside of you that that will help generations after generations after generations. I mean, a multitude of people. Someone else coming out is hinged on your breakthrough. I like to say it like this. Someone else's um, breakthrough is locked up in the testimony that you're afraid to share. You must you can't go another day and not give birth to what God has given you. This is your time of manifestation and harvest. You have to come to your time. You have to come to this moment in your life and say, God, I need you. And once you get to that place, then guess what? God will start opening doors that no man can shut. He'll start giving you the desire of your heart. If you want that husband, you want that spouse, you want that man, guess what? It's time to pray. It's time to pray and ask God for what you want. Open up your mouth and speak. Get the notebook out. Start writing. I, I wrote in my journal and I wrote love letters to my future spouse. I did this almost religiously every single day. I prayed for his, for his wealth. I prayed for his growth. I prayed for his salvation. I prayed for his purity. I prayed for his friendships, his relationships with his kids, his family. So these are things that I did. I put in place. A lot of times you don't, a lot of times you, a lot of times people look on the outside, but they don't know what's going on internally. And they say, oh, she's been single for eight years or whatever the case may be. But guess what? I'm doing the work behind the scenes. I am doing the work behind the scenes. And many of you need to do the work as well. You're out here walking and roaming blindly and you're doing this thing on your own, but it's not your will. It's what God wants his will to be done in you. But we we put God's will to the side and we get out of our own way. We get out of God's, well, we get out of our way and we start to, you know, do things blindly. And with that being said, it's a huge hindrance in our growth in, in what, what we're looking for, what, what actually is going to find us. Because if you're not in a place of, of submission, you're not in a place of being found, um, you're not going to be able to have that, that testimony. You're going to continue to go from relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship. You have to seek ye first. You have to really settle down and really 
buckle down and ask God, what is it that you desire me to do today um, to be successful and prosperous in this journey? You know, what is it that I need to do to, to really start embracing my singleness and then allow the Holy Spirit to speak through me and to me as I begin to, you know, pray for my future husband, my future spouse. So that's basically all I wanted to say today. Um, so I'm just grateful that I was able to have this conversation with you all today. Of course, I am elated and honored to be here with you, Coach Keisha K, with another episode of Diary of a Heal Black Woman podcast. Please don't forget to share and like the episode, comment please, and subscribe, share it with your friends, and please note that we are on all major podcast platforms, Spotify, uh, we're on um, Apple Podcasts, we're on, it's a lot, we're on SoundCloud and Anchor, and there's a few other ones as well. Um, but all you got to do is in Google, just put Diary of a Healed Black Woman and it will come up and all you got to do is press play and you'll be able to hear what I have been talking about. So thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of Diary of a Healed Black Woman podcast. I pray that you have another grand, fabulous week Make it a great week because guess what? I sure am. I'm excited for this week because there's some great things that's happening for me. So I'm excited. So I want you all to get excited about it as well. Um, again, thank you so much for tuning in and have a blessed, prosperous, and productive week. Thank you for tuning in and goodbye.